Welcome to Dig Deep, the mining podcast. In this podcast, we go deep into mining news, hot topics, and live interviews with mining professionals and leading figures in the mining industry. Introducing your host, Rob Tyson, founder and director of Mining International and Mining International Executive, a leading global mining recruitment and headhunting agency. Hi, mining community. Welcome back to another episode of the Dig Deep, the Mining Podcast. And today's guest is John Pasalacqua, who's the CEO and director of First Phosphate, a mineral development company fully dedicated to extracting and purifying phosphate for the production of cathode active material for the lithium iron phosphate battery industry. Um, And they hold one and a half uh, 1,500 square kilometers of land claim in Quebec, Canada. John is an international business strategist with over 35 years of experience in technology and capital markets. And he's going to give us an overview of First Phosphate um, and what is happening in the LFP battery space. Um, and he's going to give us an overview of the company and what the future holds. So that's welcome, John, to the podcast. How are you doing, John? Yeah, I'm great, Rob. Thank you for having us. No, I appreciate your time as well. Um, so wondered, as we always start these podcasts off, um, I wondered if you can give our audience um, a little bit about background about yourself, about your career, uh, what you've done and achieved um, up to sort of when you from when you graduated to sort of present day. Oh, geez. OK, that takes me back a while. Um <laughs> But you know, I've, I've been involved in, in 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 stock markets for 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 a number of years. Um, I've uh, run my own private business. I used to be an internet entrepreneur as well. Uh, Nineteen ninety eight, I was uh, I had uh, certain uh, portal websites around the trade show industry, um, and I was a little bit recognized uh, worldwide on from a business to business marketing standpoint on the internet. Um, then also from there, I I sort of pivoted into uh, back into the the trading world. I, w- I was running on my own uh, successful, uh, you know, medium frequency trading strategies. Um, and then about 2015, uh, I started up my own family office and have been investing in in uh, a lot of private companies and public companies since then. Um, but this is really the first time that I decided to uh, take on the challenge of being CEO of, of, of my own uh, public company, if you will. Um, and th- that's how for, we got the first phosphate. We had a, a company that was, you know, it was a shell. Um, we were looking for um, assets. Um, we purchased some phosphate assets in Quebec right into the company, some of the rarest uh, form of phosphate found in the world. Um, you know, by scientific uh, error and discovery and error, we went out and we were actually looking at phosphate for the agriculture industry. But then we found this really uh, interesting uh, uh, niche in terms of the LFP battery, lithium iron phosphate battery in phosphate, and no one really taking good care of it. So we thought that was a really uh, interesting entry niche for for phosphate, and uh, so yeah, we entered a phosphate market for the LFP battery, and uh, you know the rest is history. Right. What did you mean? Just give us an overview of first phosphate as as the company, um, perhaps when it when it first uh, started to where it is today. Yeah. So it started about uh, you know June of twenty twenty two. Um, just with an idea and purchased some claims uh, from from a third party company. Um, and then we went ahead and we sort of locked up all the claims uh, in a district, in a you know, large phosphate district around the, the port of Saguenay, about all the claims that were known um, about 200, you know, from, from zero to 200 kilometers north of the port of Saguenay. 
Um, and so, you know, that, that became the base of the company. And the company is now dedicated to, um, you know, extracting um, and purifying phosphate uh, for the production of LFP cathode active material for the lithium iron phosphate battery industry. And, you know, we're really focused on, you know, getting a mine, a mine in production and producing, producing concentrate, phosphate concentrate, and then working with partners to take that phosphate, make it into purified phosphoric acid, and eventually into lithium iron phosphate um, powder. It's the battery material that goes into the battery cells and the battery packs. And that's, you know, a really big opportunity. It's a, it's a business that very, very conservatively should be 18 billion by 2030. Um, there's, you know, very little um, players in the market in North America. And it's something we have to build up very quickly here because, you know, obviously the Inflation Reduction Act, supply chain issues um, and the rest of it. Um, why don't you just tell us a little bit about the LFP battery um, and what is happening in, in that space with the supply chain? Yeah, so the LFP battery, I think it's important to understand is, you know, it's it's a lithium ion battery in the same way that, you know, a nickel manganese cobalt battery is a is a lithium ion uh, battery as well. It functions in the same way with, 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 with the lithium. Um, just, you know, generally the LFP batteries will take a little bit less lithium, sometimes up to 50% less lithium than the NMC batteries, which is great to make more battery. And it's also less expensive is less, less lithium in it. And then, you know, the, the iron and the phosphate are less expensive than the nickel manganese cobalt. So these batteries sometimes get to 50 to 66% uh, um, more cost effective than the NMC uh, homologs. Um, but the problem is uh, if any, is that there's a, a little bit less of, um, of, of a power to it. But it's uh, it's great for city driving. It's great for uh, small and mid-range kind of driving. So we're getting a really nice uh, kind of complementary um, uh, backdrop emerging between LFP battery and NMC battery. In that, you know, NMC battery is still really up there for you know very high power um, uses, uh, longer driving distances. But the LFP battery is just perfect around you know the 300 to 350 kilometer uh, driving range. Um, anything that's you know a a a, a medium to uh, entry level use. Um, they're all they're all moving to LFP battery now. Battery LFP batteries are you know 50% of all battery chemistries out there moving higher even because there's a massive push towards mass adoption and to get the prices lower. The LFP battery is what's you know bringing down the, the cost. You know when we have when we talk about a battery in in a regular fossil fuel car, it's a little greasy thing in the corner. But when you talk about a battery in an electric vehicle, what people sometimes don't realize, which I didn't realize too in the beginning either, is it's really the whole motor, the whole engine, the whole apparatus that drives the car. And in a vehicle where you know cost reduction is is is, is paramount, that sometimes can occupy fifty percent of the cost of the vehicle. So if you bring that down by fifty percent to sixty six percent, wow, you bring down the cost of your vehicle by you know twenty to thirty percent. And this is we're seeing a lot of price competition, especially with you know Tesla and, and Ford and, and and other companies, is in using the LFP batteries to get the prices down. But also there's a component of fire safety. They're, got a really good fire rating that's really important nobody wants to see any more burnt cars on the covers of uh, of magazines and um also they're they're, they're longer lasting uh, they're more stable and it's finally a product that they think that they can put, start putting uh, you know a warranty on which is really the holy grail of the automobile industry right so warranty um just wonder if you give us a, an update of uh first phosphates um activities what you're doing at the moment um and what are some of your resources looking like? Yeah, so right now we have one uh, property that's the most advanced, that's Lacta Lorignal. That one is already in 43101. There's 49 million tons in the ground. It's got great secondary recoveries of titanium and uranium along with phosphate. Um, and um, we're now advancing that property to uh, PEA, Preliminary Economic Assessment. 
um, which should be complete by the end of this year. We also have another property, um, Beijing La Marche, which is really you know, our superstar upcoming property. It's only 75 kilometers from the deep sea port of Saguenay. We've done some drilling on there, we're finding exceptional results. There's been some drill results out. We're showing, you know, sometimes up to, you know, seven, eight, nine, 10% phosphate, which is very high grade and very close to the infrastructures. Um, so, we're, you know, that, that that's a really promising pot, uh, property that we uh, will continue drilling and hopefully move that into 43101 as soon as possible. We're also working on our concentration pilot plant where we take uh, phosphate, we concentrate it, um, and then we, we, we produce phosphate concentrate, and that will be sent to our partners, uh, Preon in Belgium, um, who will be making purified phosphoric acid out of it. And then once we have the purified phosphoric acid, um, at some point next year, we will be moving that into making LFP cathode active material. So that's really exciting, uh, Rob, because we'll basically be proving out the whole process from you know uh, mine all the way to the creation of LFP cathode active material. Um, some of the other things uh, that we're working on as well, you know, we're looking to upgrade some of our secondary recoveries, which are the ilmenite and the magnetite. Those can be used to make iron powder and iron sulfate, which is also necessary in LFP battery manufacture. So we're slowly gathering uh, the processes um, and uh, the materials all in one place to be able to really make this uh, in on mass. Um, and this is something that's really unique in North America. Nobody, nobody has that or nobody's moving towards that. Phosphate is really rare in North America. With the mining industry, obviously talking, and I suppose um, even outside of the mining industry, a lot of people talking about the energy transition. Um, what role will First Phosphate play in that transition? Yeah, I mean, the, the role could be massive, right? Like we're looking at just that small EVs by 2030, that will require 700,000 tonnes of LFP cathode active material in North America. The numbers are, are similar in, 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 in Europe as well. I know many of your, your, your audience are in Europe as well. Um, but, you know, that's just for small EVs. When we start adding on, you know, uh, cars, and uh, sorry, larger cars, trucks, um, you know, commercial transportation, you know, Tesla's just moved all its uh, commercial transportation, lightweight trucks to LFP battery. And you start adding on top of that commercial uh, energy storage, you know, for hydroelectric dams, um, you know, solar farms, wind farms, you know, smaller mobility like the skateboards and, 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 and the e-bikes. And uh, you take, you know, a bunch of other uses. We think that that number could be five times that. So there's a massive need. There's going to be a massive need for LFP cathode active material. It's a, you know, a very good pragmatic, uh, you know, mass adoption type solution. You have to remember when, when batteries were, you know, first started electrification, everybody went for the perfect solution. Now we're starting to go for, you know, the easy solution, the pragmatic solution, the best compromise. And the LFP battery is that you know, best compromise. It's like, think about when you were in school, right? It's, it's, it's the best all round kind of student, right? Like, not, not the best in all sports, but, you know, good to very good, you know, uh, good to very good in school, you know, uh, follows uh, follows classmates, follows teachers, you know, like just that sort of really good old, all round kind of, you know, uh, you know, battery. That, that's what we have here. So it, it's, it's perfect on, on a lot of those scales and it's it's getting a lot of traction. How is uh, the phosphate mined and what sort of um, deposits are there out there? And obviously, what kind of deposits have you got? Yeah, so that's a really good question, Rob. So, uh, you know, 95% of the world's phosphate is comes from sedimentary deposit, which is kind of old seabeds. Um, and that's usually got a lot of contaminants in it, like cadmium, uranium, thorium. And they can purify it um, quickly and to make it into, you know, fertilizer grade, uh, which then goes you know, onto fields and crops. Just so you know, you know, still almost, you know, 95% of 90 to 95% of uses for phosphate in the world are for fertilizer. Um, 
you know, but only 10% of, of those sedimentary, um, of, of, of that um, fertilizer grade uh, phosphoric acid can be converted into purified phosphoric acid, which you need for batteries. So, you know, if you're, if you're dealing with sedimentary mines, <clears throat> you'll always own mostly be a fertilizer producer, right? You won't really be able to, to create that much purified phosphoric acid to take care of the needs of, of you know, the, the downstream technology client, which can be quite high maintenance. However, what's great, um, you know, about the rock that we have in, in, in Quebec, which is only 1% of the world's rock in the world, it's actually phosphate that's kind of um, been trapped in sort of, you know, volcanic kind of magma type of uh, material. So it's extremely pure. Um, as the elements were settling in the magma, as the magma was cooling, everything kind of went to a, a different density level. So the, the, the phosphate that remained uh, in, it, in, its in these pockets, and it's very pure, it has very low sulfur, it has very low arsenic, very low uranium, cadmium, thorium, and anything else that's radioactive or deleterious. So what ends up happening, this is really important, is 90%, 90% of this rock can be converted to purified phosphoric acid. So you end up having a mine size that's you know an eighth to a tenth smaller than a sedimentary mine. <clears throat> we don't have to do any. We have nothing to do with fertilizer. <clears throat> Excuse me. We're uh, you know 100% focused on technology, LFP, cathode active material creation, and we're 100% focused on our downstream client, which you know would be the the battery cell um, makers, the battery pack makers, and obviously the automobile makers themselves, and also you know the, the large scale energy uh, storage providers as well. So that's really the big difference. And what's really interesting as well is that uh, this rock is, is so clean and so pure that um, any of the the the, the gypsum, um, you know, a slag that comes off of it is fully recyclable. Uh, we can make um, uh, plaster. There's companies that, that take it already from our partners, Prayon, um, and they use this uh, gypsum to make um, plaster that is used in, you know, building homes. So you have full circularity around the process, which is really important because with the, you know, the uh, the sedimentary deposits, that's not the case. They create large gypsum slag piles that, you know, just remain in the environment forever. And it's becoming a big, big issue. It's, it's contaminating groundwater, et cetera, et cetera. But with, you know, the the volcanic rock, the, um, the igneous rock, you don't have that same issue. Um. So what's the market opportunity for, for the company? Um, and I want you to give us some sort of uh, updates on the, on your financials. In terms of the market opportunity, you mean uh, the, the longer term industry? Uh, yes, yeah. Yeah, so basically, like, like I was saying earlier, we, we believe that this industry, um, you know, just from really conservative stats, just for EVs, it's, you know, a uh, 700,000 tons per annum of LFP cathode active material by 2030. And that's about an 18 billion USD turnover. And that's only in North America. That's uh, probably just as large in Europe. Um, the rest of the world is, you know, is, is another, is an, is another uh, source as well. But we're focused, you know, just on North America. So, you know, we're thinking we're the best position in all of North America where we're setting up all these in-situ uh, wet materials being the, the, the phosphate, um, and 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 the iron uh, sulfate or the iron powder um, to make the LFP cathode active material at the port of Saguenay uh, in in Quebec, Canada, and you know if we captured even ten percent of that market, I mean that's a two billion dollar turnover. Um, so obviously, you know we're not we're not making any promises, but you know we think that it's the important thing here, Rob, is to you know prove this out in in in, in theory as we have almost completed, then start moving that into production at a very small scale. And then once you've got that model, just scale up as as, as quick as humanly possible um, as electrification progresses. So we think the company is in an excellent spot to 
three, but you know, a very large piece of that pie. It's, obviously, it's all about management. It's all about time. It's all about execution. But we feel we, we have those strengths to do that as well. Um, who is Prayon and what is the uh, connection? Yeah, so Prayon is the world's largest producer of purified phosphoric acid. There are only about four such producers uh, in the Western world. Um, using a method that you know is acceptable. There's there's other producers in China that are that are producing as well, but under different methods that you know are, are not usable from an environmental standpoint in uh, you know outside of China really. Um, but there's only really you know when you get into uh, fertilizers, there's a lot of companies creating fertilizers or you know creating phosphoric acid for fertilizer, but purified phosphoric acid. There's only really four, and there's only really two principal ones that you know really do the bulk of it, and that's prion. Uh, in 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 Europe, and then you have Nutrien um, in the United States. But Prion is is not only you know a leading pr- provider of purified phosphoric acid. They make a lot of downstream products. They have a lot of experience making LFP cathode active material, um, and they also uh, process igneous rock already. Um, so they're an excellent partner for us. We have an MOU together with them that you know um, has an offtake agreement where our phosphate concentrate would be sent to them um, for their own purposes, but they'll also purify uh, more for us. Um, and they're also, you know, looking at uh, providing their technology directly to us in Quebec, where we can build a facility similar to, to theirs to make purified phosphoric acid. That's extremely important because they've got 70 years of experience doing this. It's a fail-proof system. Um, you know, it's they pretty pretty much invented purified phosphoric acid uh, uh, just after the the wartime in Europe. Um, and the other thing is, we're looking at making LFP cathode active material um, inside of North America together with Pram. So, um, you know, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a great partner. Um, it's, you know, it's a, it's a perfect partner for us. Um, very great relationship with them. And we look forward to some you know, very big things with Prayon and, and First Phosphate. Yeah. Um, why should investors look at First Phosphate um, and obviously look at your journey and, and why should they potentially invest in you? And also what are your time uh, timeframes around uh, what you're looking to achieve? Yeah, so Rob, that's a good question. So I think the three principal elements, you know, why to invest in first phosphate are number one, we're inside of North America. We're inside of, you know, the Inflation Reduction Act area. These batteries, LFP, are now 50% of, of the world's batteries. You know, 90%, if not more, are made in China and, and Asia. Um, this has to come back to North America in order to get the subsidies under the IRE Act. Um, we're really, I think, the only you know true spot of, of phosphate in North America. Moreover, we've got the very special rock uh, phosphate that is you know very um, uh, rare, um, not only in North America but in the whole world. Phosphate is depleting in North America, so and we can make a lot of purified phosphoric acid with this rare igneous rock. So basically, you know, it puts us in a in, in a really good position um, in terms of being able to to, to fulfill. Um, the amount of LFP cathode active material that's needed inside of North America. And we're on very good infrastructure. We're near the port. We're, we're near the, um, the highway. Um, we're, we're, we're near, we're in an area that knows uh, industrial activity. Um, you know, it, there's a big forestry industry in Saguenay. There's also a big aluminum industry in there. People are used to industry. So we can make that material, cathode active material, and ship to all of North America very easily from where we are. There's very, you know, direct rail contact connection already due to the aluminum right down into the automobile industry, heartland of, of North America. So we're really positioned on those levels to really make this happen. Unlike any other mining company, you know, where you, sometimes you have a big deposit, but you don't have the feasibility logistically, like logistically it is sound. And our CapEx is, is kept tight and we're into value add and we've got a really clean, um, you know, 
uh, I would say, process and focus on, on, on what it is that uh, we wish to accomplish here. Um, wondering, just tell us about the, the management and the executive uh, teams um, or team at first uh, phosphate. Yeah, so there's there's me. I'm I'm the CEO. I'm like the the head quarterback. <laughs> Something I've done a lot in my life. You know, I've got a very um, diverse experience um, in in you know in various aspects. I've done a lot of business, private business. I've done capital markets. You know, I've been around the world. I, I speak languages. Um, I've been you know always very 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 um, very very broad and wide. Um, I'm very uh, focused in detail as well. I've got an amazing team around me. Couldn't do it without them. I've got uh, Peter Kent, uh, who's our president. He's the ex-minister of the environment for Canada. He's got a very long and distinguished media career as well. He's the spokesperson of the company. Um, then we have, you know, our chairman of the board, uh, Larry Zeifman, um, who's, you know, experienced auditor, audits many public companies, keeps us all in line. You know, the list goes on and on and on. Um, we have such such a good team around us. But we also have a great uh, group of advisors. Um, everybody's present on our website. I, I, you know, I, I can go on forever. But we have, you know, very good uh very good relations, very good suppliers. I like to think of, of us as, as a family. Um, we work very well together and um, really excited. Everyone's really excited around First Phosphate. Have a lot of people working really hard and really, really believing in the concept. And we're developing quite a brand, even for ourselves. You know, we, we're all very passionate about what we do. And lastly, I just wonder what the outlook is for the company over the sort of next six to 12 months. Yeah, so what we're really focusing on right now is obviously we are building our, our, our phosphate concentrate pilot plant, which will have three separate recoveries of, you know, um, apatite, which is the phosphate, the ilmenite, which is the titanium, and the, the magnetite, which is the iron. Um, and we're concentrating the phosphate. We already get it to a very pure level, about, you know, 40 and a quarter percent. It's about the purest you can get it out there. Um, then that has to be sent to our, our partners, Prion, to make purified phosphoric acid. So, you know, the purified phosphoric acid testing is very important. And then, you know, making the LFP cathode active material. Um, and then the, the next thing uh, that, we're, that we're looking at is um, uh, continuing to, to drill at Beijing-Lamarche to, to prove out that uh, really great um, property that's starting to develop. You know, we believe that's world-class given its grades and its uh, proximity to the, to the infrastructures. And then at um, uh, Lacalorinal, which are uh, our flagship property, we're moving that one into P PEA. Um, and then we're, we're, developed, we're working on, you know, the advanced mineralogy around our, our titanium and our iron um, recoveries as well. So that's, that's really what we're focused on right now. It's a lot. Uh, we're getting there. Um, and uh, that, that takes us well into, uh, into, into next year. John, really appreciate your time in uh, giving us an update on first phosphate and obviously talking about the lithium iron phosphate battery and give us an update on that as well. So really, really appreciate your time. Um, if our audience wants to reach out to you, if they've got any questions that they might want to uh, ask you or they want to follow uh, your story, how can they go about doing that? Yeah, if they just want to go onto our website, which is www.firstphosphate.com. Uh, we're also listed on the CSE, Canadian Securities Exchange, under the symbol FOS. That's P-H-O-S, like FOS, phosphate. In, in Frankfurt, we're listed under symbol KD0, uh, King David uh, Oscar. That's on the Frankfurt Stock Exchange. I'm always accessible. You can always go to the Contact Us uh, page, and you can send an, an email uh, through there. You'd be surprised. Sometimes I answer them directly. Um, you can also email me directly if you'd like. I'm John, J-O-H-N, at firstphosphate.com. Um, generally very accessible. I believe in really strong uh, shareholder communications. 
And um, yeah, I would love to receive any questions from anybody. We'd actually be very pleased to, to have. Yeah, we'll include those in the show notes accompanying this podcast uh, for our audience to have easy access to uh, uh, get in contact with you. Um, and obviously the social media links as well um, so they can follow your story. So really appreciate your time, John. All the best for the remainder of the year. Um, if you wanted to come on next year um, and give us an update on how, how you're progressing, more than welcome to come on. Oh, that'd be great, Rob. Yeah, I really like to do that. Let's see how let's see how we walk the walk, right? Walk yes, the talk, certainly. as they say. <laughs> yeah, certainly, certainly. Well, thank you, um, thank you for listening, audience. Hope you enjoyed that episode. Um, obviously, appreciate your continued support. Please share this uh, among other mining professionals that you know in the industry. Um, but also share share these podcasts and this episode to other people outside of the mining industry because we want to sort of educate the wider the what uh, the the wider public that are not in the mining industry what wonderful industry that we're in and it's obviously educating those that are not directly involved in mining so um really appreciate your continued support please keep sharing these episodes and until next time happy mining thank you for listening remember to reach out to rob via the show notes and be sure to subscribe and leave a review until next time Happy Mining, helping each other to improve the mining industry.